Welcome to Sustainably Influence, the podcast, hosted by me, Bianca Foley, and me, Charlotte Williams. In this podcast, we explore our efforts to making changes to our lifestyles as influencers to live a more eco-conscious lifestyle and hope that we can encourage you to make one small change. This isn't just a podcast for influencers. We want this to be a community of people who are trying to do their bit, where we can learn from one another and share our tips. So join in the conversation over on our Instagram page, at Sustainably Influenced. We're proud to say that this episode is in collaboration with the RSPCA. The 20th of January sees their Charity Shop Challenge initiative. They're asking people to commit to wearing one second-hand item from a charity shop every day for a week. If this is something you're interested in, get involved. Use the hashtag RSPCAMyStyle. Okay, so I guess we may as well get into it. Um, Because this is our first episode, I thought it'd be good to kind of give a little introduction about ourselves and talk about our journeys and where we've kind of got to in our, I guess, conscious lifestyles. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, I'm Bianca, by the way. Um, Yeah, get to know (laughs) our voices. (laughs) I would say that I'm trying my best to do away with shopping in fast fashion sort of retailers. And my my whole, I guess, ideal is to do away with working with those kind of brands altogether by the end of the year. That would be a really great um, achievement for me. And I feel that it's really important, not just because sustainability or consciousness is a big like buzzword at the moment, but more so because we're, our planet is in turmoil. So it would be great for us to be... If My whole thing is if everybody could do one small thing, it would make such a huge impact. So I guess uh, for me, I'll give a bit more of a background about myself. I I am a part-time influencer. I work <laughs> full-time and I do my influencing on the side. And I kind of specialise, I guess, in mid-sized style. I do fashion and I'm trying to move over, like I said, to conscious um, fashion as well. So I'll hand over to Charlotte to give her little bio as well. Oh, so nice. Uh, hi. So I'm going to try my best throughout this whole episode to not say, uh, which is quite <laughs> difficult. But uh, I've failed already. My name is Charlotte and I am a influencer, an influencer, I guess, and also the founder of a marketing agency called 76 Agency. Find us on Instagram at 76 Agency. Shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Um, yeah, so I have been conscious, I'd say, of the industry that I work in for a while and it's quite difficult when you are you have a job that you love but then you realize down the line that you're just pushing sometimes products that aren't great for the world like they might be great for you um you're constantly inundated with packages with horrendous packaging like packaging do such a better job packaging is my biggest gripe I think that's what really tipped me over receiving product from brands and then just having boxes and boxes of just unrecyclable crap basically in my house and then not knowing what to do with it uh yeah so that's kind of where I started and I've always been a bit um thrifty thrifty (laughs) it's a nice word yeah I think my mum has really instilled that you don't need to buy those designer jeans into me, even though sometimes you do. Uh, but yeah, so I've always shopped in charity shops, love a car boot sale, uh, really into vintage clothing. I went through a really weird phase when I was like 17, 16, 17, where I only wore vintage and I only shopped in Camden Market. Uh, <laughs> I still have some pieces from that time, but I sold a lot of it. But yeah, so I think 
turning 30 in a couple of months, uh, I'm trying to like figure out what I want my quote unquote grown up life to look like. And I think I want it to be something that makes me happy and proud. And eventually when I have a child to know that I'm not damaging the world. Adding to the problem. Yeah, as much as I can. So that's where I am. Yeah, I mean, I started a fashion business, I think five years ago. And my whole reason for doing it was because I went on a very popular retailer's website. I won't name names. You don't name shit. <laughs> and there were 18 pages of white t-shirts and I just thought it was disgusting. And my whole concept with my brand before I closed it down was to have a capsule wardrobe style website where you had key pieces and there would only be 18 key pieces for the entire year that would be sold year round. And then we'd bring in maybe five trend pieces each season because Sometimes you do want to wear something that's a bit yeah. trendy or guess that's, I guess, in fashion, so to speak. So that's why I did that. But now as I've shut that down and moved on to other things, I've just seen it's across all different industries. It's not just fashion, it's beauty, it's food, mm. health, um, health products. I mean, look at even everybody uses Amazon. I think the majority of yeah. society uses Amazon Prime. I've cancelled my Amazon Prime as of two months ago. Oh, I see you're a good person. I know. It was, it's difficult. But I'm trying to shop locally. <laughs> like my dog food now comes from my local pet shop. Oh, which see, we've I made know. friends, me and the owner. But see, I want to do that. But it's a lot easier to buy from Amazon though. <laughs> <laughs> my dogs are such little princes and princesses that I. Just oh yeah, <laughs> Bianca cooks her dog. I've been to her house and she cooks her dogs like actual food. It's like if you do that, I'm really sorry. I'm not. I'm not shaming you, but it's hilarious. My dog has eaten the same food for the last seven years. <laughs> And he loves it. And if he knew what other dogs were getting, he'd be so upset. <laughs> but yeah, so for me, I just want, I want there to be, I feel like I go on the high street and I get really frustrated at the amount that we're being, I guess, flogged. Yeah. Every day there's a new collection. Some websites bring out a new collection daily. Some are weekly, some are monthly. But when you look at the larger, more well-known brands and retailers, you see that they are uploading, I guess, t- between 2,000 and 5,000 products in a week. It's crazy. And it's crazy to think that there's that much being produced. And where does it all go at the end of it? Yeah. Oh, I've got a stat, actually. Um, so the RSPCA sent over some literature about the uh, RSPCA My Style um, hashtag. And one of the things that they wrote was the charity retail association estimates that they save 29 tons of textiles from going into landfill each year that's an amazing stat which is insane but that sorry that's per charity shop that's per wow yeah well according to that i've always been a big donator and i do shop in charity shops occasionally but there's none good there's no good ones always great i'm not gonna lie to you i'm a huge my dream putting this out there is to own you know this to own my own charity shop I want to, and I've wanted to it for ages, it's just, it takes up time. I've done a lot of clothing sales and some mm-hmm. of them with you. We've done some clothing sales. Um, more to come this year. Yeah. And we work with bloggers because obviously we're given a lot of um, bloggers and influencers. So we're given a lot of clothes and a lot of products um, that we don't always want, need or wear. So or we can't make use of yes. all the time. So we, <laughs> Bianca's going to be here to make me sound nicer. <laughs> um, so we um, hit people up and ask them if they want to contribute and send, um, yeah, contribute some products for the, the charity shops. And then we give all of the um, the money, donations to a selected charity. 
and that works really well and if I had like a massive house with a extra room it could work even better because we could just have a room full of our like stuff the stuff that people don't want and then we just go on to have a shop no no we'd have a shop sorry forget that <laughs> don't need a room you'd have a shop you'd and then you'd have a back shop. room in the shop yeah but yeah, that would be my dream. So maybe sometime this year that will happen. I feel like we need to start a GoFundMe for Charlotte to get her charity yeah. shop. Or <laughs> any charity, RSPCA, I'm talking to you guys, any charity shop that is underperforming, let me take it over. I've got experience in retail and I would literally live for it. <laughs> but also... You guys should see her face right now. <laughs> she is a like this great big glowing sunshine <laughs> sitting next loser. to me so, funny. so excited just because she's like I really want my charity shop I really do I'm obsessed but I just wanted to go back on the um you said about a concept wardrobe yeah you randomly just said that word and it made me pop because last year I actually put together a oh, ca- yeah. no a capsule wardrobe sorry and I put together a capsule wardrobe and I did it for about four months you were really good with that. I was really you didn't good. buy anything yeah did you? Um, I was I surprised myself and that was really exciting to see that I could do it and to be honest I hadn't really bought anything in the last six months I think I've bought maybe some socks and some knickers and that's that's pretty much it and Basics. I've, yeah and I've been given a pair of jeans that I'm wearing now and some beauty products but I haven't really had the need and I'm really lucky to have a sister who's a stylist and she has a lot of clothes and if I do need something I can pretty much borrow anything from her although we're different sizes and she's a little bit more risque than I am so it doesn't always work out um oh no sorry I did buy some shoes from a charity shop um they were six pound fifty on the day of a wedding that I had to go to because I realized I changed my dress last minute because the dress that I was wearing didn't fit and I was like oh my god I didn't have any shoes to go with it and I randomly went to this charity shop near my house and they had a pair of shoes that literally matched the bag that I was wearing with the dress Talking about charity shops and how some of them aren't great, I mean, in your kind of, your experience in shopping in them, are there any kind of areas that you think that people should head to, to shop? Yeah. If they want to get good, I think good quality. Good quality. doesn't have to be designer per se. Anywhere that has an affluent population. So like Notting Hill has really good charity shops. Um, There's one, not... like an affluent area, but there's one in um, Archway that's really really good. good. The Scope one is. Oh, I shouldn't really mention another. No, I can't remember. I don't <laughs> think it is. It's on the corner by I know the, the one Wenzels. I don't know which one it is, but that's really good. Um, Muswell Hill has some good ones, has some bad ones. Um, yeah. Dulwich, Dulwich has a couple of good ones. Oh, I think so yeah, down I've never that been way. South, so. <laughs> like maybe that's where I'm missing out. <laughs> this is where the North South South divide comes. <laughs> yeah, in. I'm North London. Well, <laughs> I am. I am originally North London. Yeah, I've only been in she... South for a little while, but Dulwich has some great ones. I believe Clapham Clapham apparently has a good one. There's a load of really great charity shops. If you're somebody who wants to get. I guess, a good deal on something, then um, Chelsea's probably the best area because you're going to get more, slightly less used designer pieces, but sometimes they're not in great condition. So it's just, it's how much you want to spend as well. But again, in terms of keeping up with that whole sort of conscious lifestyle, it's a good way to buy pre-loved. Also, moving off charity shops, car boot sales. I love a car boot I sense. live for car boot sets. I absolutely, when it's the season comes back in April, yeah. and I can't wait. I've talked to my mum about it. I was like, I'm going to go mad. Princess May car boot sale in um, 
Stoke Newington. Oh, yes, literally. the one in the school. Yeah, I think it's Princess May School, Carpizza. Literally the best Carpizza I've ever been to. I used to go there, like, in the summer, I went there every week. There's And there are also some brands that sell their old stock there, which I think is great. Yeah, that's um, a really good idea, actually. I might head down there and let's sell some wares. I'll buy. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I love doing car boot sales, I think, as well. It's not just, um, I think people always think fashion is the big one for these kind of events, so to speak, yeah. or these selling situations. I don't know what I'm wittering selling on about. I'm, I'm, I'm getting tired now. Um, but from, I like to buy and sell like homewares as oh well homewares at a uh, car boot sale are just fantastic vases do you know how many vases you can buy for 30p at a car boot sale <laughs> i might have I've got so down many. There. i bought these really cute habitat 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 <laughs> habitat oh God, why did i say it wrong twice habitat vases um for 30p each and they're gorgeous and then a jug which matched for 50p but it, it wasn't from the same store um you can find such great homework, mm. even furniture sometimes. Yeah. I would say it would be really lovely that if in like five, ten years time that some of the larger home retailers partnered up with resale sites mm. and said then they could bring down the production of products. Yes. It would be amazing to do that, to think that there's so many products out there and sometimes things aren't fit for purpose and you need to sell it on and you want to get something else. Like I know that there's a lot of great... Um, I keep saying um as well. Uh, a lot of great furniture places that have bought pre-display um, items or oh, yeah. things like that. So, And then there are warehouse, warehouses that sell them on. Mm-hmm. But that those are like few and far between and you have to be able to get to them and be able to take yeah. the product home. But it just would be amazing if we could reduce the number of product, products being, I guess, being made and then we could buy from other people. Yeah. And it keeps... The circle of cash flowing, it yeah. keeps the products flowing. We're not creating more mess and just yeah. yeah. I'm just thinking maybe we should make a list to put on our. We don't have a website, but we'll put somewhere on our of like the top places to we would suggest yeah. to go to buy stuff and then get people involved. If you have any, um, I'm going to stop saying um eventually. If you have any ideas or any suggestions then please feel free to send us a dm that would be great because then we can add it to the list if you've got any and i'm talking about across the country that would be amazing yeah this isn't we are obviously based in london hence the north south divide but this is for everyone so we're obviously we're brits so uk based probably more but you know we travel yeah so if If you've got any great ideas for sort of Europe, Spain, Italy, Portugal, anywhere, yeah. or France, any great charity shops that you can think of, or I guess, because everybody travels and wants to buy, mm-hmm. especially in France, people go to buy more vintage pieces. If you've got any suggestions, that and would wine. be amazing. <laughs> wine. <laughs> I was thinking wine. No. <laughs> so another great stat that we found is that global textile production emits 1.2 billion tonnes of greenhouse gases annually, more than international flights and maritime shipping combined. That, again, is just the enormity of these numbers is quite staggering to yeah. me. It's it's just wild when you think about it. But um, have you got anything that you want to add? It's just really overwhelming because we're kind of, we're told that the fashion industry has its issues, but everyone's like, you know, people flying private jets, you know, they need to lower this, they need to lower that. But we kind of need to look at ourselves and think, why do we feel the need to buy? Obviously, we're marketed to, we're influencers in ourselves, so we're influencing people, people. Yeah, yeah to, to buy people. stuff. 
And I think we just need to, yeah, have a think about what it is that we believe in. I think that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. So I am a very small influencer, but I have a very engaged audience. And I only talk about things that I love. So if I get a really good deal, everyone's getting a good deal. You know, if I'm getting like that manicure I got, I got yeah. free manicure. Everyone got a free manicure. <laughs> Your nails look so nice, by Thank the way. Um, my nails look like trash. I'm getting mine done next week. But um, yeah, so I just, but I think it's being conscious of what you're pushing. And I know that it's quite difficult to sometimes be given a fee to do mm. something, but it's just working out is that, is that for us? And I think that's where we're going um, in terms of what we want to change this year, looking at what we're pushing, what, we're, what we want to, uh, what we want our platforms to look like and then who we can work with to help mould that. And sometimes saying no is quite difficult when we have great opportunity, but there's other doors that can come knocking. So, yeah, I just think it'd be really exciting to see from the first episode to, you know, 20th, saying it out loud, what that looks like for us. Yeah. Yeah. But we're going to end this now, I think. But something yeah. to be aware of is we're going to be having guests every week um, talking about top tips, you know, how to be more conscious with our, you know, purchases or, you know, at home, our mm-hmm. lifestyles how what sustainability really means we're getting experts in which is really exciting but we'll also be having episodes where we're checking in which i'm yeah. really excited for well we can just have a little bit of a natter and yeah chat some nonsense you like might want to skip those ones if you're not <laughs> interested but like my sister for example won't be interested in that she says she doesn't like when i chat but there are other people that do like the sound of my voice so <laughs> if you want to hear that then that episode is for you our closing argument to this I'm going to take it back to fashion because that's where we started the conversation if 2019 was the year that the fashion industry took notice 2020 should be the year for change and we can't wait to see what happens Mm -hmm. throughout the next year and we're going to share anything that kind of pops up in the news we'll share it all over on our Instagram as well so please make sure that you're following us at at sustainably influenced Glad I got that right in the end. Um, and make sure that you're following us again to join in the discussion and send us a DM about any of your top tips or anything yeah. for sustainability or a conscious lifestyle or your journey. We want to know everything so we can share these yeah. kind of things. But um, yeah, so I guess we're going to end it here. But we'd like to say that also we will be publicising um, some tickets to an event that we've got coming up. Details to be confirmed and to be sent out very soon. So if you would like to come along to that, please let us know. Um, and yeah, that's it. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I guess it's bye from me. And bye from me.